Welcome back, everyone, to today's episode of Two Drink Minimum. I know it's been a fucking while since you've last heard from me and my co-host, which you guys don't know who is yet. Um, Someone obviously left the show, as I said on Instagram, so um, there's that. So I don't know. Who do y'all think it is? Is it Allie? Is it Carly? Is it Carly? Is it Allie? Did I fire both of them and get someone new? No, I didn't do that. I didn't fire anyone. Anyways, without further ado, here is my permanent second co-host. Allie Ryan. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll address that real quick. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But, I don't know. Carly just didn't want to... I don't know what Carly wanted to do, to be quite honest. Um, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, it's not my story to tell. I mean, she just didn't want to do it anymore. I don't know. What the fuck should I say? It's She, she just has other priorities that she's trying to focus on right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just not really our story to tell. She didn't want to do it anymore. You can't, you know, it's not for everyone. It's, she didn't want to do it. That's totally her. Prerogative. Uh, yeah, prerogative. I mean, if you want my opinion on that, I'm not going to do that right now. I wish she would, would have stayed. Yeah, same. But, but she didn't. So she left us high and dry. Take care of these kids by ourselves. Her. Right. So anyways, um, I'm not just going to do like the whole call her daddy thing and talk shit about, you know, whatever. We're, we're good. We're going to carry the show on our backs. Right? Yeah. Allie has a big back. I'm so. sorry if, if everyone anyone's disappointed that <laughs> it, it was Carly and not me, but I'm here to stay. So get used to it. Yeah, just get used to it. And then... um. We're going to have the best show ever, so let's not dwell on it. Um, she's gone and she's not coming back, unless she wants to. Then She'll she can. always have a job here at Two Drink Minimum. That doesn't pay. This is our first episode back post-quarantine, even though it's still pretty much going on. Mm-hmm. We're just like, not giving a fuck anymore. But um, I shouldn't say we don't give a fuck. I, I See, I don't know what to say without getting people yelling at me. Fuck it. I don't know. We're going to do the show. Whatever. Well, Maryland's in stage two. Yeah, so we're in stage we're two. We're not breaking no fucking legal. laws. <laughs> so speaking of quarantine and just being under lockdown for the past two months, obviously a lot has happened. The world's pretty much at an all-time high when it comes to a stress level, I guess. How was your quarantine? How was your lockdown? How was everything going for you? Because I know it was fucking torture for me, but we'll get into that when yeah, you ask me. I mean, it sucked. Not working was nice, um, but I am going back to work here very soon, so that really slapped me in the face. Yeah, that would suck. Like, um, but I'm excited to get back on my daily schedule. Um, I did get a pay cut, so I'm excited to get my normal payback. But um, I was pretty much with Jimmy every day, so um, unfortunately, you know exactly. No, you know exactly what I was doing every single uh, day. Sorry. Also, like, I think I would rather have the world back to normal than all the. I guess, cool-ish stuff that comes with COVID-19. I mean, yeah, there was no school. There was no work. There was, you know, it was chill. But, like, it sucked not being able to do anything. So I wouldn't trade normal life where you have to do a lot more on your day-to-day than a relaxed life, but everything's fucking closed, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, obviously we weren't working, but there are millions of people that were continuing to work, um, healthcare providers, all that good stuff. We we appreciate you. We appreciate uh, but then you. You have normal people um, that still work because they're quote considered essential. 
Like, one of my friends worked, like, her life never changed other than the fact that she couldn't, like, go out on the weekends. Which would suck even worse, honestly. I don't know. I finally got used to working remotely, and now that I have to go back, I'm going to have to, like, adapt to being in the office again. Yeah, that would suck. I mean, my stage, when it first happened and we were on lockdown, I was like, damn, I miss the bar so much. I miss doing everything. I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. Then it got to a point where it's like, I just want to go outside of my house and be able to go to, like, Target or, like, a friend's house to, like, you know, make dinner. Like, I didn't even give a fuck about the bars anymore. Right. Well, it all became normal. Like, Honestly, when bars and stuff opened back up, as they did this past weekend, we didn't go. People were pressed one minute, one oh my minute God. after five, five. They opened at up at Friday at 5 o'clock, 5.01, everyone Snapchatting outside of the bar. I mean, like, I, I, I miss the bars, too, but, like, I wouldn't want to go to a bar at, like, 10% capacity and you have to be outside. Like, that's not. Like, that's just a tease. I just I think it makes you appreciate the smaller things in life now. Like everyone okay. taking a step back. Like really. Like I don't even care about the bars right now. I just want to go like have a game night, a movie night with friends. Yeah. Like Well, damn. I will say I drank significantly more than I normally do on And I didn't. Life. I I really didn't drink that much I drank unless every night. it was if the not weekend. Six nights a week. Yeah, you, seven nights I would say. <laughs> she down I would take a break on like a Monday maybe, which is fine. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, I don't feel I I don't know. I definitely switched from not drinking as much, which leads me to our drink today. I'm drinking a Captain and Coke. And I'm drinking a glass of wine. Of course, yes. Allie's. <clears throat> I'm a wino. My mom likes to say. But one thing I have noticed with quarantine and being on lockdown is that it um it kind of brings out the like stalker in you. Yeah, like I mean, you're not meeting new people. This is just for, like, relationships. Like, you're not meeting new people. And I've noticed from a lot of friends, they say their exes have reached out in these crazy, you know, over-the-top ways because they still want to get in contact with them. Probably because they're lonely. They're on lockdown. They want a warm body next to them. Right. They're not meeting new people. So, um, I know you have some funny stories of you reaching out to an ex in high school. But I also, my friend was telling me how... um, their ex reached out to them on eBay and messaged them on eBay with like, That's please unblock absurd. me, please call me, please unblock me, you know, let's work this out. No, that, that takes it to another level. Yeah, so I just thought that would be a good topic to kind of jump into. What's the craziest thing or thing you've had done to you of an ex reaching out or if you were the one reaching out, you know, yeah. what's the craziest thing you have done? And then I have, I have a philosophy on this, but we'll, we'll get into it in a second. Um... But you have a good one. Go I, tell you. <laughs> I guess now I've never really been blocked recently with my most recent ex. So if I ever want to reach out, um, I can just text him. But with my ex-boyfriend, there's so much drama because I would get blocked every other day because I was crazy. I will admit that. I was yeah. that shit. But yeah, if he wouldn't answer my calls, I would call him on my mom's phone, text him, this, that, the other. I would just show up at his house. <laughs> Relentlessly. I did not give a fuck. Clearly not. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's two specific times where I randomly just showed up at his house. Um, they both didn't go well. No, not at all. Before I tell these stories, I want everyone to know that I've <laughs> she's changed. Like a, she's like a disclaimer. I've matured, <laughs> yeah, I've matured. I would never act like this now. But anywho, enjoy. So my first time, I we were not dating in any way, shape, or form. So like he could, it was his prerogative to hook up with whoever he wanted, be with whoever he wanted. I didn't like that. I, I wasn't okay with that, obviously. Well, like, you guys would still hook up and yeah, stuff, Yeah, we would though. talk and hook up, and he would lie to me and this, that, the other. And um, definitely brought it out of me um, as if he didn't, if he actually didn't act like that. I probably wouldn't have acted like the way that I did. 
Um, but I, he wasn't answering my phone calls or my texts. And I'm pretty sure I took my mom's phone to try and call him. He wasn't answering that. So I just got in my car and went to his house. Which is, like, not smart. No, not at all. <laughs> Don't uh, do I that. also knew his garage code, so I just went into his house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I found a girl in his bed. <laughs> I, then I charged at her. And you started beating the beating shit out of her. Up, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we weren't friends for for a little while. He would tweet and be like, I have the craziest ex of the whole world. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, whatever. Crime of passion, okay? So there was one time, I think, I don't remember when it was. I think it might have been like 2013. So it was a pretty good, pretty good chunk of time ago. We were all at a party, um, drinking, having fun, you know, As what people does. do. Yeah. Um, and my ex, we had been in contact with each other and he kept telling me that he wanted to hang out, this, that, the other. And I really took it to heart. Now, obviously. this is the same ex, correct? Yes. Okay. And I really took it to heart, obviously. Um, so all of my friends, one of my friends was being a little hoe and hooking up with somebody. My other friend was blacked out, drunk, had to go home. Mm-hmm. So I was left by myself and I didn't have Uber wasn't a thing at the time and my phone was dead. So I decided to take a stroll, a nightly stroll um, to go to my ex's house. And when I, I like got there, two in the morning, they had changed the garage code. Obviously. Yeah. Don't you know the garage code? This is going to no, they changed the garage code. <laughs> so they took all necessary precautions in terms of if they I did that again. the fucking garage code. And I did. So it, uh, they changed the garage code on me. So I was forced to uh, kind of hang out on the porch. Because you couldn't take get a in the quick house. nap. Um, and then his roommate came out, let me in. Um, so I walked upstairs and like barged into his bedroom, like I owned the place. And him and his new girlfriend like <laughs> fucking jumped up, like they literally saw Satan, which they kind of did. And I was like, <laughs> "Is it that far?" They were off? like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And I was like, "Look, look, look. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I really need a charger. I need to call my mom to come pick me up. Like my phone's dead." So they're like, okay, take the fucking charger and get out. So I went in. That was came. nice of her, though, as the new girlfriend and the ex-girlfriend oh, to absolutely. give you a charger. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sitting in the bathroom. It's been about 10 minutes. She comes in. She's like, why are you still here? I'm like, bitch, I need to charge my phone <laughs> so I can get a ride home. Like, this is, this is like 7 in the morning. And so I was like, I need to. I, oh, like, so you slept on the porch for a long time. Yeah, a little, a little while. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, it was it was really embarrassing, but it's like you it's good to make fun of yourself now, right? Yeah, we laugh about yeah. it now. Um, I remember this day and you were texting me I think while you were still there. You were like, "Did I pick you up?" No, your mom my did. My mom did. And I don't know why I had my mom pick me right. up. Right. Cuz she was asking me all these questions. And I was like, <laughs> why were you here? Yeah. What are you doing at your ex's house? Right. Doesn't she's he have like, a new why girlfriend? Are you sitting outside. Mom, just mind your business. <laughs> just give me the fucking ride <laughs> right, like I just need to go home and I need to go to bed. Uh, and then I see all these tweets bunch of random people tweeting about me. Oh my god, no, because I remember you were, you told me when you got home and I'd woken up because I didn't go to this party, but I was like aware of it. And then I woke up and you were texting me and I was like, you were like, you just need to come over. I need to tell you the story. I was like, all right. And I get there and then you're telling us it and then they started tweeting about you and you're like, hold up. Y'all ain't gonna make me look crazy. That's my job. I know and then I FaceTimed. Yeah, you FaceTimed her. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Like, well, he was telling me at the party to come over, yeah, so. Yeah, he was. And what do you want me to do about uh, it? Yeah. He must have forgotten and invited you over. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my God, I remember that. Other than that. Yeah. So, it's work. Me and my ex, we're cordial. We're cool. 
we talk about it. We, he makes fun of me. They've come a long way. Have, I, yeah. And it's funny because I never thought I'd ever get over him. And now I probably wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Oh, you didn't need to kick him while he was down. He's cool. Yeah. But um, that's kind of my theory on it. I'd say reaching out to an ex. Don't do it unless you're ready to do it. Yeah, but I also feel like there's so many... It's such a subjective topic because I genuinely feel like if I... If he wasn't reaching out to me and texting me this and doing this and doing that, I wouldn't have acted the way I did or I wouldn't have texted him. You're the type of bitch that's like, you give him an inch, I take a mile. Yeah, they give me an inch and but I take a mile. they also should know if you're blocked, they're blocked, they shouldn't be giving you any inches, let alone six. Yeah, because I do take a mile. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's why it's, I would say it's not normally your fault because you never initiate it. That's why I'm, I say like, don't do it unless you want to do it. More or less terms, get back together with the person. You know what I mean? Like, you can't live without this person. If you've come a long way being blocked, not communicating, just keep that going. Or if you just want to have sex, just be up front. Be like, hey, like, honestly, we're on lockdown. I know you're probably horny. I'm probably horny. Let's meet up. Let's have sex. And then right. if you're not cool with it, then then this isn't going to work out. That's so unrealistic. But don't, though. like, lead people on and reach out with this grand, like, I haven't stopped thinking about you. Because then they show up at your house. Punching in the garage code, ready to go. And <laughs> throw hands. I whoever I see first. Um, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've initiated conversation with with people, um, but my in- initiation isn't is is a lot. I don't know. Again, it's so subjective. There's so many things that kind of get put into play. It's not black and white. Um, I'm pretty sure my current ex probably knows every time he texts me, I'm there. Drop of a hat. Yeah. I'm sure, not even just, I'm sure the world knows. Yeah, the world does, but like, (laughs) it's. But he shouldn't take that first step. That's the issue here, people. What the fuck is up with the Instagram story shit? Because I know, I've heard a lot about this. People are like, the Instagram story order, it feels like the people you're trying to avoid the most are the ones who they show at the top who views your Instagram story. Like, do we not know? Does anyone know what the fuck the little algorithm is yet? No, I tried to look it up. Because it doesn't make any sense. Basically, like, what I, if you don't know what I'm saying real quick, it's just like Instagram story. There has to be a reason the people who view, it's not in chronological order. It's like your friends first and then random people when it comes to your Instagram story. But the friends portion is what I'm talking about. It does a specific order of who views it first. So like for mine, a lot of the times you're up t- towards the top because we probably interact the most on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You're up, you're but up there on people too. also say the people they are trying to avoid, like exes or ex friends or people they don't get along with anymore, are the ones who always show at yeah, the but top. How would Instagram know that? But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is the algorithm here, people? Because clearly it means something. That's what I'm saying, and I don't think they've released what it means yet. And it's been like a question of, with well, that's why I'm saying if you're blocked, if you blocked your ex, don't view their Instagram story. Because you know damn well it's going to shoot right up to the top. And that's also a form of giving an inch, taking them out. You know what I mean? Because then you're sitting here wondering, well, why did they view it? Like, why are they the first they one? Me. Exactly. I don't know. That's what I'm getting at. Like, what does it all mean? But what were you going to say? Sorry. I tried to look it up once because I was super intrigued by the whole thing. Um, but, like, it really didn't give me anything. I don't think it, I don't know if there even is one. I, th- I mean, I remember we both tried to look it up and we couldn't figure it out. Well, there's some random people that are, like, at my top three that, like, show. I mean, like, you put a story up and then there's, like, the three little icons. Um, so those are, like, the first, the top three people. There are people on there that I don't really interact that much and they're in my top three. 
there's some people at the top who like just started following me. But but we're friends though. Like I follow them, they follow me, and then they'll be at the top. And maybe that's part of it. They'll just throw some newbies up there just so you know, hey, they appreciate your work. Like, you know, I don't know. He's not going unnoticed. I don't know what it all means. And well, I know, like... If when, you work for Instagram, if you know what the fuck it means, please message me and we will give it to the people because we would like to know. Yeah. Like, you're, like whenever you put a story up, you're always the first person right there. Because you be stalking me. No, bro. You just post so fucking much. I can't, I can't avoid you. You like my coffee reviews? No, I'd be skipping through them. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like, why, why those people first? Or maybe it's the amount of people that or it's the people that view your profile the most. Yeah, like that part of it too. But then I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense because there's people that are in there. I'm like, I, I know damn well he's not looking at my. They my might profile. be. They might be. Rubbing one out to some of my pics. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Rub one out. <laughs> it yeah, they know when people are masturbating to your pictures. That's what it is. That's the algorithm. We I cracked mean, the code. Who knows? It just, I don't know. But if you're, if you have a blocked ex, don't watch their story. You're just triggering them and vice versa. If you're trying to get over someone and you've blocked them, but watch their shit, you're contradicting yourself. The fuck are you doing? Okay, watching the shit is a lot different than watching No, blocked. You blocked them. So block them. Blocked from your life. Like, I can't fucking see you. I don't want anything to do with you. Sometimes you are that's, blocked. That's, sometimes it's just not realistic and impossible. But you blocked them. Yeah. Like, you went out of your way to block them, but you can't not view their story? Nah, you're asking for it. Also, um, maybe mail a letter. That might hold more weight if you, like, mail a letter and be like, hey, I'm reaching out. I'm sorry, if that motherfucker isn't reading the long text messages that he sent that you sent him, he's not reading a damn letter in the mail. He might. It might mean something more. He's, you spent the 37 cents on a postage stamp, you know? It means something. Maybe not. I don't know. Don't mail a letter, mail a letter. I really don't at care. At that point, you're already at his house. Knock on the door. Say, hey. Not everyone's like, <laughs> you. we're not showing up at their house. Okay. If you're blocking an ex, though, and you block them on Instagram, phone, email, Snapchat, all the above, you need to leave this app open because if that's the only way they can communicate with you, you'll make some money off of it. And that app is Venmo. Leave it open. <laughs> Venmo is desperate. Can but, you even like, block anybody on Venmo? I probably, but my thing is, if you're blocked on Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, 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 you block someone on all those, and then your Venmo's open, they're going to have to send you money if they want to talk to you. They're going to have to send you like five bucks. Hey, please unblock me. I have to talk to you. No response. Ten bucks. Seriously, I spent $15 just trying to talk to you. Please just unblock me. Nothing. Twenty bucks. Fifty-five. That's right. Fifty-five. No, thirty-five dollars on Venmo. Just please unblock me. I need to talk to you. You might make thirty-five bucks from it. And then they're willing to spend 35 bucks and maybe maybe unblock them. See what they got to say. Maybe you can get more out of them. Leave them blocked. Who <laughs> okay. knows? But you got to leave Venmo open. I just think that's so unrealistic. You can also send, like, cents. No one's fucking sending people $35. But then, bad. okay, so you, you block your ex and they send you 37 cents. Are you going to unblock them over some 37 cents? No. No, but that's not. No, I'm not talking to anyone right now, ever in life. <laughs> not really talking to anyone. Never has, never will. Exactly. But if I was, I have a theory on what I would do. Okay, let's hear it. So, all right, I'm I'm lonely Jimmy during quarantine, blocked on everything, right? I have this Hulu account. My Hulu account, no commercials. No commercial Hulu account. Prime shit, right? A lot of people have it. I'm not going to lie. So what I would do, I think, if the person who has it 
isn't communicating with me, I change all the usernames to be like, please unblock me. He and then maybe like each icon be every like night before bed. And maybe like each I oh, and maybe like each icon, you know, like the um little icon where your name is. That does Hulu have that or is it? Netflix? Yeah, Hulu has that too. Oh. It'd be like a, a crying person. Please, I'm black. <laughs> you me. really do think about this. I it'd be a good way to get in touch with someone, and then if they don't, you get the fuck off my Hulu account. What the fuck are you doing? They should Hulu, be off Netflix, it anyways. Whatever. That's what I'm saying. Also, people have been like sharing my Hulu account information, and I don't appreciate it. I'm gonna find out who's doing it. But I'll get an email, like, every other day, like, oh, your account was logged in in blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hold up. I don't know anyone in blah, blah, blah. Like, why the fuck are you logging into my shit? And then I'll remove them. And then, it'll like, two hours later, they'll re-log in. And it's like, no, I removed you. Stop doing it. Yeah. So I don't know who's giving my shit out. Maybe it's my mom. I really don't know. She probably thinks, like, it's no problem. But <laughs> it's not an issue right now. But let me try to watch something. And I can't watch it because you motherfuckers are on it. Oh, I'm shutting it all down. With the exception of a select few people. But still. I didn't give Allie my Hulu information. He's rude. I know, I should have. Good thing my rude. sister has one. But, um, so that's what I would personally do. Allie would just pop up on you. Maybe with a gun. Oh, God, come on. Um, if you see Allie, just have a phone charger handy, though. Right. That's all she really needs. Um, Guys, I... That's why I really had to get go there because I was way too far from home. I had no other option. My phone was dead. I was forced. I'm trying to think from where you walked from if you could have walked home quicker. It probably would have been the same amount of distance. Hella far. I was not close to home or his house. Just just put it in perspective. <laughs> she, like, you traveled at least 45 minutes. It was long. Honestly. <laughs> like an hour and a half. Shit was whack. I don't know what my problem was. Also, you're just like this high school girl at two in the morning walking these streets. Also, like on a main highway. I was on a main highway at one point. Uh, you know, when you tell your, like, grandparents tell their kids, like, I used to walk eight miles every day to school. You're like, I used to walk eight miles every weekend for some dick. <laughs> <laughs> you tell them that. <laughs> Through the snow, through the rain, it didn't matter. She needed it. So that's Allie's life. Oh, God. I'm glad you all got your quarantine love lives figured out, even though you probably don't. People need their quarantine fix. Yeah, whether it's from an ex, whether it's from a new person, exes might be a little easier. We don't judge you for reaching out either. But um, but um, you got to do what you got to do. It's tough times for everyone, and that might mean reaching out to an ex as well. So... Do what you got to do. Expect the results. Just I hope you know what you're doing. Anyways, that leads us to today's last call letter. This one is from... Susie. Susie Q. Is her real name Susie? Mm-mm. This one is from Susie, so Allie, take it away. Okay. So, Susie, here we go. Hi, so I need some advice. About a month ago, I loaned this guy. I was talking to some money, not all at once, but here and there, and he always said he needed gas, food, etc. So I felt bad and kept giving him money. Well, eventually it added up to about $850. Oh. Yeah. What the what fuck? What the fuck? And I loaned, him, I loaned him the money with the intent of him paying me back because he kept saying shit like, don't worry, babe, you'll get your money back next week, blah, 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 blah. Every time the day comes that he's going to pay me back, he dodges my texts and calls. But then the next day he has an excuse and swear he's going to pay me back and c- kind of just keeps me on the line, whatever that means. So I guess what my question is, do you think I should just cut my losses and forget it, or should I keep trying to get my money back? 
first of all, you should never be talking to a guy that cannot afford gas. Yeah, that okay. That is the biggest issue ever. Gas is like one ninety nine a gallon right now. But not even that. It's if you. I'm sorry. If you can't afford to stop at McDonald's and grab yourself a four piece nugget and a McDouble and get oh my God. ten Do to fifty dollars worth of gas, you have issues and need to reevaluate your life. Do you want to go to McDonald's after this? Yes. That sounds so good. It does. Are like a McChicken, not a McNugget. Whatever. We'll figure it out. You're paying. Anyways, yeah. Like gas, food. How you? What were you gonna do? What were you gonna eat if this bitch wasn't? If Susie wasn't there? I think, Susie, you're being super naive in terms of giving him money because at the end of the day, I guarantee you he's probably not even spending it on food and gas. Probably drugs and alcohol. And bitches. Yeah, he's probably... <laughs> <laughs> he's buying the next bitch McDonald's, four pieces. Like, that's what you got to like, Susie. Now, all right. I want to draw the line at, like, 40. I don't even have 40 bucks to fucking spare. I don't even spare my friends $40. I'm like, nah, like, 40 bucks, sure. 16, no. No. You're going to have to Venmo me back. I'm like, I'll pay 10 bucks, Venmo me. Venmo request they're getting the next day. I know. <laughs> I, Ali bought me Chipotle, was hounding me for three fucking days. All right, Venmo me. Venmo me. Venmo me. It's All tough right. times out here. I know, it really is. She got a pay cut, people. I, back to work, though. So, but that's not the question she asked. Should she just forget about it and cut it off? Or should she forget about it and cut her ties or try to get money from him? Well, I think the the answer's very blatant. He's not going to give you the money back. Uh, yeah. If he was, he would have already done it. That's what I'm saying. Here's what you need to do. You need to go at 3 in the morning to his house with a car jack and, you know, a tire iron and steal his fucking wheels off of his fucking car. Like, fuck him. That's what I would do. Steal yeah. something from him. That's honestly what I would do. I would If it was 800 something dollars and they were just being a dick about it, I would steal something from them. I would throw a brick through their window. It didn't matter. You're going to get that $800 whether they have to pay it or not. Yeah. But as far as... All right, here's what I would do. Start off. He's clearly not going to pay you back the $850. He's made that very clear. Try one more time for the full amount. Be like, no, but seriously. like Be, be assertive this time. He says no. He says no. But okay. Can I get like... $500. Like, just remember me five then. We only worry about 300 Maybe, like, like a debt collection company. Just, you know, set the bar high, then slowly go lower. Nothing, nothing. All right, 300 Come on. Like, you can give me $300. I've given you 800 No, no, no. Then you fucking go crazy. Show up with a brick. Throw it through his window. Do what you got to do. But he's going to be paying someone $850, whether it's the damage you did to his fucking car or it's to you. That's what I would do. But honestly, you're dumb for letting him, letting it get that far. Yeah, also you. Like, no offense, but you're dumb. From the letter, it doesn't state that you ever dated him, so. You didn't date him, him? No, they were talking. Oh, Susie. Yeah. Susie, Susie, Susie. What are you doing? I mean, I don't think, obviously, when you're in a relationship with somebody, it's, I guess it's different, you know. You, but they're not you even dating. Them, this, that the other, that's what I'm getting to. But the fact that you weren't even in a legitimate relationship and you're lending, you're not even lending, you're essentially giving this man money when he has no intent to ever pay you back. I guarantee you, in his head, he never had the intention of paying you back. He just wanted to see how far he can get, how much he can get. Well, he took oh, advantage of here, you. A little more there. You're probably a super sweet girl. He probably made it seem like he really needed the money. I mean, it's a good life lesson for you, Susie, but like at the same time, 
What the fuck are you doing? He must have had some bomb dick because eight hundred fifty dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. To just you're basically you're literally throwing it away. Never gonna see it again. You could have bought. Oh my god, you could have bought a corgi with that, and that'll give you millions of dollars of joy. You could have bought a lot of shit for eight hundred fifty dollars, Susie. I hope you learn from this. I really do. I'm disappointed in you, honestly. All right, so the last part of today's episode and kind of wrap things up, we are going to go ahead and say our favorite things of quarantine. Jimmy, would you like to start? Sure. So um, my favorite thing this week, I mean, it's just something I bought over quarantine from Amazon, but I'm fucking obsessed with it. I don't know why. I just love it. I love the concept. It's, it's you know, the reinvention of the wheel, if you will. So, um, I think I was on TikTok. I don't know what the fuck I was on. And it's basically a piggy bank, but it's not in the shape of a pig. (laughs) It's in the shape of a cube. It's just a metal cube. Like, it looks like a, it's a cube with a little slit in it. That's it. I I, I mean, like, obviously, visualizing it is going to be weird, so just wait till I put it on Instagram. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> just wait till I put it on Instagram because then you can see it. But it's this like stainless steel cube, right? And it has a little slit in it and you put money in it and it's a piggy bank. And you can't open it without like a power tool. Like you need a power saw or a drill or something just to slice it open. That's the only time you can open it. And I fucking love it. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's cool. It's the new and improved piggy bank. Like you really can't like, all right, I spent like 30 bucks on this shit. And it's called Lucen Piggy Bank, L-U-S-E-N. And I got it on Amazon. It was like 30 bucks. And my thing is I put all my money in it, just a metal box, right? And I've wanted to dip into it. Don't get me wrong. I put a lot of money in it. And I'm like. That's the good thing about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I want to like, oh, it'd be so easy just to go grab a $100 bill from there. Can't do it. You know why? Because I'm not going to fucking ruin my aesthetically pleasing piggy bank. And then I'm not going to buy another For one. emergencies. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wanted to get it to like $10,000. Then I'll bust it open. But no. Bust it wide That's what I'm saying. So that's something I need. I'm horrible with saving money. As you guys know, my other favorite thing was Twine, the app that saves you money. And then now this piggy bank. It's what I need in life. And honestly, it looks really fucking cool. And that's 90% of the reason I got it. Because it looks very cool. I'm going to go, like, I just, like, take it out of my drawer sometimes and just look at it. Yeah, okay. Like, play with it while I'm laying in bed and, it, and on I mean, TikTok. it's cool, but it ain't that cool. I think it's cool. I clean it because it's stainless steel, so it gets a little smudgy. Oh, my it's God. It's like a refrigerator. So really? Yes. <laughs> I get, like, a microfiber cloth, and I, like, spray it and clean it. Because oh fingerprint smudges get on it because it's stainless steel. So that's my favorite thing. And it's something I, as someone who is not responsible in any way, shape, or form, needed. Because I'm not going to ruin my beautiful piggy cube <laughs> for no one. Cube bank, you mean? Yeah, cube bank, whatever you want to call it. Piggy cube. All right, what's your favorite thing? Probably uh, some alcohol. Yeah, yeah. So my favorite mm-hmm. thing during quarantine has obviously, obviously been wine. As Jimmy's been making fun of me, I've just been, been drinking it every night. I have been drinking other alcohol, but just not in, a, in excess the way I have with wine. So um, I've been getting boxes um, because I feel like that's more bang for my buck. And I'm getting more at a time. So I've really, really been into Boda Box. Um, obviously, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. It's just a normal uh, wine brand. Um, 
But yeah, I've just been drinking it, drinking it, and drinking it. So what's the other brand you used to get? There's, I've been getting actually. So Boda Box is the one that I've been drinking the most. But there's Black Box as well that I do enjoy. So what's the difference between Black Box and Boda Box? I thought you always liked the Black Box. I just I've done both because the one liquor store that I've gone to does like ran out of the kind of Boda Box that I wanted. Probably because of you. Anyways, that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, when we come back next week, we're going to be talking about the Alley's Love is Blind shit. Because there have been new developments in that. And we didn't want to share today. Just because we didn't fucking feel like it. But um, And we didn't want to share today, so we are going to save that for next week. So thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at 2 drink minimum, No I in drink. You can follow me on Instagram at Jimmy Merle. And you can follow Allie on Instagram at Allie Gator with two R's, right? Correct. But okay. it's A-L-I-G-A-Y-D-E-R-R. Okay. It's spelled super gay. Get it? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> got it. <laughs> what? But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, we will see you guys next week. <laughs>